and this is episode 46 of We Went Blues. Jeremy Rutherford and Barrett Jackman of the Athletic St. Louis. We have another special guest this week. It's number 10 of the St. Louis Blues. Fans can't wait to see him and the rest of his teammates back on the ice. We'll get into that in just a little bit. A lot of anniversaries, Jack's coming up. Big game, series wins. Uh, there was one this week. Pat Maroon scores in double OT in game seven to lift the Blues over the Dallas Stars. We'll talk to Braden about that night. Also, Jax, I think you said he was uh, planning on getting married this summer. And uh, with COVID going on, we'll check with him on how plans are going with that and uh, a lot more. So let's bring in Braden Chen. Braden, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on, uh, Braden. A little rainy day, so I'm sure you're not being able to, to get on the golf course today, huh? <laughs> no, uh, not be able to get on, and uh, it's okay. Give the body a break and uh, regroup. The game's kind of been uh, struggling a little bit, so uh, it's good to take an off day and uh, uh, let the body relax. I was going to ask you, have you uh, played this much golf or uh, gotten out uh, this much uh, before without the, the coronavirus happening? Uh, never, especially this early. Uh, you know, I'll usually golf maybe, I don't know, 30 times a summer or maybe just over, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm creeping up on that number day by day here just cause, uh, that's kind of all we've been doing. And luckily in Missouri here, the golf courses have been mostly open for the most part. And, and, uh, we've been having some, some fun out there and, and, uh, you know, but hopefully, uh, it starts to, you know, reopen slowly here and, and life gets back to normal. I think you've been out with uh, Jax a few times. What's his game like? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Doing what I didn't know what to expect, uh, uh, but uh, at, uh, we've golfed a couple times at, at Meadowbrook together uh, with a few of us, and um, hits the hits the ball a long way. Yeah, we we play a game there where you kind of keep track of the long drives and stuff like that, and he seems to have the chip in his pocket quite a bit. So uh, he's, he's a beast on the tee. Yeah, it's the, uh, the angry swings after I lose the ball in the, uh, the hole before. I can't string two, uh, two shots together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you got a, you know, you got a few things that kind of keep you busy. What else you've been doing with your time besides, uh, uh, golfing and, uh, you know, you got some things that, uh, you know, going for walks or, uh, uh, visiting the, the parks or, you know, wh- what's been uh, occupying your mind while, uh, just trying to, uh, stay, uh, stay focused on a possible upcoming season. Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of, uh, the balance anyways um early on we were playing uh, quite a bit of tennis um at shaw park there and obviously uh, that got closed down so i uh, just got to go to new things so i don't know i mean uh have a have a peloton here at home and uh, some bands and earths and like some block weights and stuff like that so we're able to have a couple home workouts here and there uh obviously golfing uh with uh, with you and the guys and then um i don't know i guess not really much of a walker, but I kind of turned into one, uh, kind of just put a podcast in and go for a walk and get outside and get out of the condo. And, uh, you know, it's nice to just to be outside and, and get fresh air sometimes too. So we're doing a little bit of all that. Hey, we got a podcast you can listen to <laughs> later today. I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, we've had a few. We had uh, Holly on, we had the uh, Kachuk boys and Steiner and, 
uh, Pareko, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. So yeah, we've uh, we've had a few of the boys on, and uh, uh, we figured we get you before Schwartzy, and uh, so uh, yeah, we you have get Bozy on too. Talk about his struggling golf game right now too. Maybe he'll talk about it for you. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have the uh, all the Saskatchewan boys on maybe at one time. Perfect. I think uh, Jordan Bennington was on a video conference the other day and said that he picked up the guitar. Anything that you've never done before that you've picked up? You mentioned the the tennis and the Peloton. I don't know if that's new uh, for you. Anything new? Uh, not really. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess reading a little bit more than I, I normally would or uh, different podcasts, stuff like that. Um, trying to learn a, a few things or listen to a few dip- different types of uh interesting people but um no the ordinary nothing uh, nothing really i tried the guitar thing early on in the year and got frustrated after about a couple days and haven't really touched it since so um it's kind of that's that's uh that's tough that's difficult but no nothing out of the ordinary yeah this uh i'll just give you a little tip this is kind of what retirement feels like uh you know you're trying to find something (laughs) to fill your time each day and uh but uh, yeah so that's uh 10 years down the road for you yeah, 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 hopefully. At least after the uh, the big contract and uh, first time we've had you on the podcast, so congratulations on that. And with all this uncertainty going on, I'm, I'm sure, Braden, uh, that feels good to have that behind you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously, um, I guess we've kind of talked about it throughout the year or whatever, but uh, obviously, yeah, one thing, nice to have security just because you never know uh, when things happen or things like this could happen. And, and obviously uh, just putting the contract aside, I think uh, being here in St. Louis, it's a great place to play. Uh, if you look at uh, previous teams and, and the current team now, just the, the amount of uh, kind of good guys that have played here, the culture that they've built here, and, and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. So, um, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, we always, always seem to have a pretty good team here and hopefully that's the case. You, you've played in LA before. You played in uh, in, in Philly, and uh, uh, you played in Manchester as well a little bit. What uh, you know? Is there something about St. Louis that you had no idea uh, as a visiting player that once you got traded here, you're uh, you know, pleasantly surprised and and you know a little bit of an eye opener for you? Oh yeah, big time. Well, I think as a uh, as you know. Um, you know, when you played with other teams, you kind of come into the St. Louis, you, you land at the airport, you kind of stay downtown there and you don't see anything else. Uh, I've never, you know, as a visiting team, I never stayed out in Clayton here. You never seen all the restaurants and, and kind of what the little downtown of Clayton here uh, is like. And and kind of once you get to know the city too, um, obviously tons of nice golf courses. It's very easy to get around. Uh, everything you kind of need with this, within, you know, your own little hub here. Um, whether it's uh, restaurants, grocery stores, shopping, all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, I think just the people uh, on top of it, uh, everyone's friendly, uh, everyone's definitely uh, respectful, and it's kind of laid back. And it's kind of where uh, how it is where I grew up back home in, in Saskatchewan and kind of has uh, the same type of feel here, just obviously a bigger city. Yeah, we're going to put you on the spot here, Braden. Uh, Jack's mentioned uh, the Sasky boys, you and – Tyler Bozak and Jaden Schwartz. Uh, we've been following Jaden Schwartz's career here in St. Louis for a number of years and just seems like a character. Put you on the spot. What's your best Jaden Schwartz story? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have one exact story, but just uh, I think every day him coming to the rink or, or whether you're texting him or calling him, he always has something kind of funny or 
or something that comes out of his mouth that he just you kind of just think to yourself did he really just say that type of thing and and uh he's he's always in the middle of uh the laughs in the locker room and and guys have a lot of fun with him and uh he's definitely a huge piece to our team yeah Schwartzy, he's uh he's kind of got that personality where you're you're not sure if he's that dumb or if he's just making things up right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he, he kind of puts you on the line of uh of, you don't know if he's joking or if he's actually saying that, and you're just you're blown away that he actually says that. He he, he walks the line and he's good at it. Yeah, he's real good. So, is there anybody else in the uh, in the room that has a, a kind of a unique personality that maybe uh, isn't shown on uh, on social media or on TV much, and, and some of the fans maybe uh, uh, would like to see a little bit more of? I think it's like there, there's yeah, I mean. You're not going to get much from him, but uh, uh, a guy like Bozy uh, in our locker room, uh, you know, he's been around for a long time. He's always in the middle of uh, stirring the pot or, or chirping guys or, or having lots of laughs too. Um, you know, I think he's done the whole the media thing in Toronto, and now I think where he comes to a place like St. Louis and he really likes it here. But you know, he's a big piece to our locker room too. Um, you know, I don't know what we've we have everyone on our team uh enjoys uh being around each other uh the group chat goes uh you know, especially out the season at times with uh, some funny stuff in it so we seem to be a pretty tight group here i was thinking about that the other day with uh, tyler bozak you, you kind of nailed it on the head he's been in toronto big market and seen everything and you know probably tired of the media thing by now so you just don't hear much uh from him but i had uh fun time this week interacting with uh, his wife molly we we're trading messages back and forth i wrote a story about her uh, molly margarita so i was going to ask you have you ever had one of those if so what do you think i have had one yeah i've had a couple of them uh, definitely and uh yeah the molly margs they're uh, uh they're obviously uh, kind of turned famous maybe i don't know if it was the cup run or whatever it is uh but uh yeah she makes definitely a good margarita is she mixing uh, Codigo with that margarita? Do you know? Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing but Codigo and nothing but the finest. That stuff is uh, top drawer, and uh, it's nice to have a Codigo margarita when you can. There you go. Shameless plug right here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, there you go. Well, the one-year anniversary of uh, Patrick Maroon's double overtime goal. What a game. What a night uh, for you guys. Uh, not sure if you, you see what's on TV, but they're playing a lot of that stuff, Braden, during the uh, quarantine. and. That game was uh, on recently, and then you had the, the one-year anniversary. What do you remember from that night? What do you remember from uh, Maroon scoring the celebration and what happened the rest of the night? Um, yeah, like I mean, going into the game, it's just you, you take it as, uh, you know, it's funny to say it's almost like you're, we're, guys were talking more nervous or more anxious watching kind of the, the highlights and, and the reruns of uh, the game or, or stuff like that. And, um you know, going into the night is just, uh, you know, game seven, you never know what can happen. Uh, I remember dominating uh, lots of parts of the game, but at the same time, um, they got great goaltending and they had really good chances too, whether it's uh, Bo Meester, uh saving a wraparound there, Jamie Benn's wraparound or Cogliano over time. Like they had numerous chances where they could end it just as easily and, and uh, just a, a good fitting story with the big rig, uh, you know, putting that one home and uh, it's uh, – <laughs> nice to see and and nice to watch the highlights and you look back on that cup run and there's so many um you know different areas or or, or chances where we could have won games lost games and uh just obviously from start to finish there once the new year hit just felt like uh, it was meant to be 
Is it still a little bit unbelievable for you that uh, uh, what happened a year ago? And have, have you really had time to reflect on it, or is it is it really kind of you know wait till the end of your career and and you know maybe appreciate it a little bit more? Um, I mean, I think you will appreciate it more definitely down the road in your career. I think you're you know you get that feeling once you want to try and do it again. Um, I think throughout the year here you didn't really have time to reflect on it. You kind of had your fun there in the summer. Uh, you came to training camp and you have the feeling of, well, it's, we have a good team here. Let's try and do it again. And, and I think maybe ever since the season got shut down, you have had more time to reflect on it with uh, all the highlights and, and the reruns and, and um, you know, the blues posting stuff and, and looking back on it, um, you know, makes you definitely uh, appreciate it and realize how hard it is to win and how many breaks you need to go your way. And, and at the same time, um, you know, it just it only makes you want to do it again. So hopefully you continue to have a good team here. We'll, we'll see if we play again this year or not and, and kind of go from there. Brayden Shen was going to get uh, married this summer, and uh, he's using Kelsey's phone today, his fiance's phone. So it, even though uh, you're probably seeing a lot of each other during quarantine, sounds like the relationship is still good. We want to hear about those wedding plans, and we'll ask you about that, Brayden, as soon as we come back after hearing this from Manscaped. If you're bored in the house, bored in the house, bored, why not spend some time on yourself? Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure you're well-groomed above and below the belt. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving thanks to their lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their perfect package, 3.0. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with new and improved lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Shaving is about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code theathletic at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code theathletic. And for a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag, a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. So go to manscaped.com and use the code THEATHLETIC. And we're back on episode 46 of We Went Blues. Our special guest this week is Braden Shed, number 10 for the St. Louis Blues, and he joins Barrett Jackman and myself for this episode. And Braden, we wanted to ask you about uh, the wedding plans for this summer. You know, some things have been canceled. This is something that certainly I'm sure you guys can't wait to uh, to experience that day. What's the latest on the plans? Uh, latest on the wedding plans. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, we have a backup date, uh, but you can't even really, I mean, it's kind of held for now, but you can't even confirm anything because that's late to uh, July of, of 2021, but they're talking of starting the season, uh, whether it's December or January of next year. So you don't know how late uh, that season is going to go into. And and uh, so we just kind of have to play the waiting game for now and work around the NHL schedule and then uh, kind of come up with a plan for, for late 2021, end of summer or whatever that may be. I, mean, I know Justin Falk's kind of in the same situation, but uh, at the end of the day, was, there's a lot worse, uh, you know, um, you know, problems and stuff that I guess people are, are dealing with. So, um, you know, you just kind of have to be patient and, and relax and, and the day will come. So do you have any say in, uh, what the, uh, uh, the wedding <laughs> looks like, or are you just the, uh, the food taster and, uh, and maybe, uh, try out a cake? 
Yeah, big food guy, big menu guy. Um, you know, she's doing uh, most of the work, and uh, uh, we're yeah planning on supposed to get married in, in Banff, Alberta, uh, this summer. So uh, everything is pretty much already done for majority of it. So I guess we'll just have to push it back uh, a year, and uh, you know whether it's most of the deposits and stuff like that already in, and and uh, everyone's been very good as far as the vendors and and uh, obviously the hotels and stuff like that. So it's just tough because. Whether it's people, you know, already getting married in 2021 and then you add the 2020 weddings on top of that, there's there's not many dates available, but we happen to find one. We'll see if we'll be able to, to hold it uh, for that day or not. Brayden, let me tell you that Jax is always uh, full of advice. He's always uh, telling me how to handle things. Uh, do you have any marriage questions for Jax you could ask him? Oh, uh, maybe ask him on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, honesty is always better uh, without a mic in front yeah. of your uh, mouth. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> So your brother, uh, we were talking the other day, your brother just had a, a baby. And, uh, you know, for people who don't know, your brother's uh, Luke also plays in the NHL, plays for uh, for Tampa. But uh, what's it been like for your uh, uh, for you, uh, you know, growing up? And, and what's your brother been up to uh, uh, since he's got a baby? Yeah, I, I think growing up, um, you know, I've said it lots before, but just, you know, with Luke always being, um, whether it's a year or two ahead of me, um, with different events, uh, hockey events uh, in our lives, whether it's been the World Juniors or or um, getting drafted or playing in the NHL or whatever it may be, right? It always kind of uh, pushed me to to want to do that as a as a young hockey player, and uh, he's obviously had a huge impact and influence uh, on my career. And um, you know, we we always we still talk uh, every day and see what each other are up to. And and obviously, right now with a little extra time on our hands, the the phone calls are maybe sometimes pointless but it's always good talking and yeah he, he was just down in um well he just left he just got back to Kelowna BC but they had a newborn uh end of April there and uh yeah so he's got uh two little boys uh now and and there's one three-year-old's uh hockey crazy right now and, and knowing all the teams and all their goal songs and horns and stuff like that so um uh, kind of kind of how Luke was back in the day. And it's kind of cool to see, um, you know, uh, his little one right now, loving hockey and then loving what uh, Luke's doing. We were going to get Luke to St. Louis. It seemed like it was going to maybe happen a couple of times. I know you guys have played together before experienced that, but uh, got to get him to St. Louis. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> out of my control, obviously I'd love to have it, but no, we'll <laughs> see what happens. He's uh, part of Tampa Bay with a, with a good team. And uh, um yeah, I guess uh, free agent after the year, but no, it's uh, you know we we have a, a lot of you know big bodies, uh, right shot defense from here, so it's not like a a depth chart where it's you know, we we have a, a few guys like him. That wasn't one of your uh, contract demands with Army was to to get your brother in here, or you wouldn't sign. No, I, I think uh, you put that uh, family stuff aside <laughs> and just sign the contract. But no, happy to be here. Yeah, you can you yeah. maybe buy him a flight after uh, after he's retired, right? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. I'm in here. So, Braden, what's your uh, what's your first meal after all this ends, and, and then maybe we can hear uh, Jack's yours too. Uh, like restaurant meal, or sure. I mean, yeah, I think always it's, I mean, there's tons of good, uh, restaurants and stuff, uh, around here, uh, in St. Louis, but been ordering a little bit curbside takeout from, uh, Louis on demand. They always seem to do a, a heck of a job. Uh, I always like going up to, to Palmano's, uh, up in Chesterfield there. 
whether every month or so and he always has a good uh, do a good job or or billy jean uh here in clayton too so those are the spots that i uh tend to go to and and uh def those those guys all have great restaurants yeah i think paul manos has got to be mine i can't wait for that rack of lamb and uh, a little side of cannelloni out there heavy no, nice heavy meal at paul manos they do it right though you, you walk away and you're full and uh Paul's uh, Paul's unreal up there. Yeah, the the corner pub and grill as well is uh, uh, is a pretty good one. If you haven't uh, tried that curbside yet, it's uh, it's pretty good. Get a good burger there for you. Beef uh, okay, beefy up a little good. bit. Put put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's an Italian joint, uh, Witty Castelli, but some people call it White Castle. Uh, but that's a place that uh, <laughs> Jacks, come on, you know what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, insert fat joke here, Jar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest thing that you uh, may have taken for granted, uh, Braden, that uh, you just really appreciate right now? Jeez, uh, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, you never try and take too much for granted. But I think just you know, being around people and conversations and laughs and. And whether you're out for dinner or having a beer and on a patio or whatever it may be, I think uh, those are or those are things where um, you know you look back and those are they're good memories and and uh, they're fun times to be around. So, like I said, hopefully coming back soon here. Whether I don't know when St. Louis is supposed to start fully reopening or, or slowly reopening, but um, I think guys are just looking to. Uh, you know, get together, uh, whether it's at the rink or, or restaurants or whatever. And, and uh, you know, really St. Louis too. It's, uh, you know, families kind of spread out all over the world for us as a team. So we have each other and uh, it's good to kind of be around guys and, and have some fun that way. So what, uh, have you heard any updates or are you guys get any uh, communication with the league or with the team about uh, possible scenarios of, of, you know, maybe having uh, eight teams in St. Louis and, and, and doing that type of uh you know, finishing the season. Have you, have you heard anything? We kind of know what everyone else knows or what the media reports. I mean, there, there's been some phone calls and stuff with the PA, but uh, there's really nothing uh, crazy to report. I think they're just, a lot of it's just waiting on government and, and uh, you know, guidelines that they have to follow. And, you know, obviously there was talks of maybe getting back in the rink uh, for small groups mid-May, but I don't obviously don't see that happening anymore. So it's going to be uh, interesting, uh, just the timeline of it all, whether we do get back in the rink, small groups, say, beginning of June or mid-June or whatever. There's, there's a lot of uh, things to go uh, our way, obviously, for us to play. We're just not maybe like basketball that we guys can go outside and shoot hoops and, and stay in shape that way. It takes uh, – uh, as you know, it takes, you know, you got to have your, your pre skates and then you got to get guys uh, over from whether they're in Europe or wherever they are around the world. And then they have to, we have to have a training camp and then they have to have, whether they're having their regular season or their big tournament or playoffs. So there's a timeline of that that's going to run us late, late into probably September or whatever it may be. So uh, there's a lot of things that need to, you know, go our way first before uh, I think even we think, you know, we're going to start playing. Bring the Athletic had a story recently. We pulled uh, anonymously uh, 57 players from 22 different teams, just asking them the three questions, like three options. Do you want to cancel this whole thing? Do you want to finish the regular season and go straight to the playoffs? Uh, or do you uh, just want to start with the playoffs? The winner was uh, finish the regular season by 63%, followed by go straight to the playoffs, 24%. 
and then just cancel the whole thing 12%. Any surprise based on the people that you've spoken with? I'm sure a lot of blues. I mean, it's, it varies from, from all different guys, um, different situations. Um, you know, I think it's just more so than, you know, than just playing hockey. I think you have to worry about, um, the health and safety of, you know, obviously, you know, players, people at the rink, uh, employees, um, you know, worry about guys seeing their families, stuff like that. I think it's, uh, probably a little bit unfair to, you know, for the rest of the world to maybe be, be going in July and August, whether they're boating, fishing at the lake, doing whatever they're doing. Um, and then maybe have hockey players, you know, cooped up in a hotel, sitting there, not allowed to leave other than going to the rink for, you know, for if you played in the playoffs and, and you go all the distance, that's going to be two, three months or whatever it may be. So I think there has to be a lot of things that uh, have to, to be in place uh, in order to uh, to play. Um, you know, I think guys would like to play depending on the circumstances. Uh, it all depends, right? It, I don't think guys are looking for – you know, a nine month off season if next season starting in December, but at the same time, uh, I don't think, uh, uh, guys are looking to rush back into things. I think it has to be done right. And if it is done right, I think maybe guys are, are willing to play. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, the safety of everybody as well, especially people that have to work, uh, you know, outside of the rink, but, um, you know, we're all thinking of, uh, of everybody around the world, people have, uh, you know, not able to do their job and, uh, uh, and that's kind of the biggest thing for, you know, like you said, it's, it's about safety and, uh, you know, having the right situation for everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's definitely more than, uh, you know, just hockey too. Uh, obviously I think sports are good whether it's going to be interesting to see here with, uh, whether it's basketball or baseball or whatever the, you know, they're starting soccer over in Europe, stuff like that. We'll, we'll see how all it, uh, it goes, uh, and, you know, I think sports are good for people. They're good for people's, you know, obviously mental health gives them something to do, especially times like this. Obviously it'd be, we'd be nice to, or it'd be nice for maybe uh, us as the athletes to, to give some people to watch, but at the same time it has to be, be done at the, uh, you know, the right way and, and make sure uh, the health and safety uh, of everyone is, is, you know, first. Brain, you, you talked about uh, fishing. I got a fishing question for uh, both of you guys here in, in just a minute. You're both Western Canadian boys, and I was at the lake this week, and something popped up. So I'll ask you that question. And we've got some other fun stuff for Braden Shen coming back after the break, after we hear from Roman. If you were to guess, on average, how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? A week, maybe? Actually, on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities, basically a month. If you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment ASAP. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just get your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plans. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go to GetRoman.com forward slash blues for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com forward slash blues for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. 
We're back with uh, Braden Shen and Barrett Jackman, episode 46 of We Went Blues. And guys, uh, this past week, I'm at the lake. The fishing's not very good. And uh, a friend of mine says, hey, you want to try this lure? And he pulls a lure out of his uh, box and, and hands it to me. And I catch three or four fish in the next uh, you know, 20 minutes and, and just slaying them. What do you do there? I offered to give the lure back and uh, and he wouldn't take it. I don't know how many times you guys have been in situation uh, like that, but uh, I felt bad catching the fish with somebody else's lure. What do you do? Uh, I mean, if he's offering it and he wants to give it to you, <laughs> take it. And if that's your lucky uh, lure that's catching to the fish, you, you roll with it. But we always used to go on uh, fishing trips back in the day. Uh, growing up with all just uh, a couple uncles and, and cousins and stuff like that yearly probably went you know five six years in a row there eight years in a row and uh, go up north of uh, north Saskatchewan there's really good fish in there uh, a lot of the lakes are are unfished for the most part or, or not much fishing uh, involved just because there's so many up north and and you go up there and, and camp out and have a good time and uh, it's always uh, something you look back on as a good memory and had, had a lot of fun doing it. I think Jax would have let me keep it and then just feed it to me, right, Jax? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm actually uh, heading out to Mexico, uh, Missouri right after this, so I might stop by and grab that lure and uh, see if it actually is lucky there, <laughs> JR. Yeah. No, it, it dried up eventually, but uh, the topwater bass, man, it's just fun to watch those uh, bass wolf that lure. But after catching the second or third one, I felt pretty bad, but but uh, good times and, and fun to, to get away. And Hey, hey, Braden, there's been a lot of things going on. You mentioned uh, the Blues are posting a lot of stuff um, on uh, social media during this uh, stoppage. And one of the things they posted the other day was a virtual 5K. And I didn't really know what this was until I dug a little deeper and realized you have to run the thing. This isn't some sort of computer simulated deal. But uh, Jax and I were thinking, uh, who would win a 5K on this Blues roster? 5K, 3.1 miles. Who wins that race? Uh Jeez, uh, probably trying to think. Probably Pranko, you'd have to say. Pranko, uh, Bomeister, guys like that. Those guys are just, they're, they're freaks. They're in good shape. Uh, they have a, a lot of power and, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're fit guys. So it'd probably the, those would probably do be, uh, my top two. Yeah, you gotta have long legs to be, uh, be a good runner, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think those are probably my picks if uh, I'm going on the 5K winner. Uh, so a few weeks ago, you guys did a team uh, Zoom call with the NHL. Um, it looked a little awkward. Uh, what, what was that like, and uh, <laughs> who was the biggest donkey on the uh, uh, on the uh, on the Zoom call? Well, we were the first team to ever do it. I don't think I don't think people. I don't think that's great TV or great content that we put out there. Uh, I haven't watched it, but I think from what I heard, like the Boston Bruins back in the day from their team, you know, I think it's, it's good when you, uh, you get some older guys that are, you know, some of them are, or most of them are retired now and, and they're drinking some beers on their wine or whatever and watching the game and, and chirping each other. I think it's a little bit more relaxed setting. I think when you have what we did, uh, we did it at early in the morning and, and guys are, uh, all together and guys don't want to say the wrong thing or whatever. And I don't think it was the most exciting content, uh, uh, that's ever been put out there. So I don't think you'll be seeing our team doing it again. Yeah. The Bruins turned it into a zoom happy hour. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's, if you're going to do that, I think you got to get more of the retired guys and, and guys that are, are having a few beers and having some laughs and stuff like that. I think that's going to give you, uh, you know, a better uh, fan view than kind of what, kind of than what we put out there. <laughs> 
Hey, another thing, uh, there's been a lot of uh, video games. Uh, Robert Thomas will ask you about that in a second. Uh, he was playing the NHL uh, 20. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, my son, I play him in, in NHL 20 all the time, and he's the blues, and he loves when you know he, you score, and he's on the controller, and he sets the controller down and does a little dance and says, it's all in the hands, Daddy, and shows <laughs> yeah. me how to play. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's always talking about which of the computer guys actually look like the, the actual player. Have you seen the game? Have you seen yourself? Do you think it looks like you? Uh, no, I haven't. I, I haven't played an NHL video game and I used to play a lot when I was in like junior hockey and stuff like that, or maybe my first couple of years in the league, but I haven't played NHL in a long time. So I'm not even sure what I look like. I'm sure it's pretty crazy right <laughs> now what, uh, to see, uh, what uh what the what we look like in the game i'm sure it's pretty close and and uh i'm sure they're doing a good job of it yeah i'll send you a screenshot later you can give me thumbs up or thumbs down on that when uh get a picture of what, what you look like on there hey, hey brain you, you touched on uh, jay bowmeister earlier we're going to wrap up here soon but uh, just wanted to know have you seen him lately how's he doing everybody's thinking about uh jay uh yeah i mean uh i mean obviously with uh the rules of really no hanging out and stuff like that. But I uh, walked to the grocery store the other day and he, he was biking by, he had his, his daughter uh, on the back of his bike and had a quick uh, uh, chat with him and, and uh, talking with Steiner and Bozy and stuff like that. Guys have seen him uh, around the area and, and he's doing good. He's uh, I think he's, he's biking a little bit and uh, I'm not sure uh, if he's going back home soon or what, but from what we know, he's doing good. And uh, yeah, from, from what it, well, what it could have been uh, to what it is now. Um, you know, I think everyone's seeing uh, are happy to see him doing well. And uh, I think from, from our team, he's just, he was just such a big piece to uh, our team, our locker room, uh, what he meant to, uh, you know, uh, the young guys on our team to the veteran guys on our team. I think the guy like that, that's had so many games, uh, you know, won Olympic Stanley cup and, and world championship. He's, he's a part of a, uh, a group of guys that uh, have not many have done that, and uh, he's very well respected around our team, and, and we're happy to see him doing well. Yeah, Jay's definitely very accomplished, a great leader, great role model, and uh, you know after uh, uh, his situation, you know the biggest thing I think everybody was hoping for was his uh, quality of life, and I know he likes to ride his bike and uh, and be with his family and. Yeah, we're just kind of hoping that maybe uh, they get that voice box a little bit, uh, a little bit louder when they uh, inserted <laughs> <Yeah>. the pacemaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's very, uh, very calm and and uh, soft voice. But actually, when you get a one on one and stuff like that, he can, he's very smart, intelligent, and he gets uh, you have some good conversations with him. Yeah, he's definitely uh, he's got a good uh, good humor about him and. Uh, uh, he likes to be sarcastic and uh, and, and oh, rip yeah. people yeah. Uh, very quietly. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, Brayden, it was fun to have a conversation with you. Glad to hear that everything's okay and that those uh, wedding plans are uh, still intact. And, and uh, hopefully we can see you out on the ice soon, as you said, mid to late May. Perhaps uh, they allow the, the teams to get back to the practice facilities and, and get this thing going again as long as everybody's uh, safe. So for Barrett and myself, uh, we, we definitely want to thank you for uh, taking some time out today and joining us. Sounds good, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. And obviously stay safe. And Jax, we'll see you on the course. You bet, buddy. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, guys. And that was Braden Shen of the St. Louis Blues. Fun, Jax, uh, to, to sit down and have a conversation with him. 
yeah, he's uh, he's a great guy. I've been uh, uh, social distancing uh, six to ten feet away on the golf course with him, but uh, uh, he's uh, he's got a great personality, very well spoken, and uh, uh, great to catch up with him. And uh, there are other pods up at uh, The Athletic now, in addition to the Braden Shen podcast. San Jose Sharks' Brent Burns was on the full 60 with Craig Custance this week. And Jax, I think after he did the podcast, his quote was, I hope I didn't say anything bad. So <laughs> you never know with Brent Burns, huh? No, he's uh, he's probably one of the most well-known characters uh, uh, in the NHL. And uh, you never know what he's going to say or uh, if one of his teeth are going to fall out during the uh, the interview. And Ryan Whitney joined uh, Shane O'Brien and Josh Cooper on the Point Breakaway at The Athletic. You're familiar with Ryan, so I'm sure that'll be a, a fun one to listen to. We've also, you want to tell us how the uh, the podcasts are doing, we've also introduced a comment section for each podcast episode at The Athletic app, so make sure you say hello and let us know how we are doing. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. We went blues on Apple. If you click on the show URL at theathletic.com forward slash we went blues, you'll get a 40% discount off your subscription well jacks i know things are uh, still pretty quiet we're still waiting for hockey to get back but uh, doesn't mean that we, we don't have busy days i know you have a busy day so thanks for your time as well and can't wait to find out uh, which guests we have next week on episode number 47 of we want blues we'll talk to you next week jacks all right bud have a good weekend